Sup, you slack asses. <laughs> Welcome to Wings on Fucking Wings. What's That's going on? Wings I'm on Brett. Fucking Wings. I'm Doug. Ooh, we're going in the reverse order. I'm DJ. Michelle. The only format is there is no format. That's true, because we forget it anyway. That's that's the way I live my life, by no format. (laughs) Not that I wake up and go to work every day at the same time or anything, you know? How do you you compare your quarter hours? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. What's up? Let's eat wings and talk about wings. So... We, this is uh, what we do on the show. We're uh, so this is how do I set this up? Uh, so since we last recorded, I've I've modified the way we do the show. There's the, I've changed the entrance music, the intro music, and I don't do the little recorded intro anymore. Okay, so Let's hop right into it. So this is season four, episode four, blackout buggins or blackout biggins, depending on who you believe. I believe IMDb over the okay. sketchy like five dollar uh, DVDs we bought off which, Amazon, <laughs> <laughs> which aired October twenty second, nineteen ninety two. So, I see that bottle, please, sir. We're going to talk about that episode of Wings while we enjoy uh, a special purchase. Uh, snack season presents, and if you remember, they did the Joe Bob sauce for us a few weeks back. Uh, Matt Cardona's heat magnet sriracha, uh, bought for us. Uh, by the godfather of the Sunni Medium Network, Mr. Joe Sposto. The impresario, if you will. Uh, Thanks, Joe. And uh, Major AF. Yeah, this it's is Major a, AF. This is a limited <gasps> edition, just came out. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about this and review it at the end. So. Well, I wonder if Adam bought one to keep a wonder right. flip. Uh, but if you haven't listened to the show before, seemingly if we get any of you Cardona Marks to listen to this, uh, we talk about wings. We eat a couple wings with the sauce while we talk about it, and we'll review at the end. So, do you want to tell me who Matt Cardona, Cardona is? is now, or do you want to wait until later? Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, you're you're Michelle. You're going to hate it a lot. All right, so Michelle. I am going to hate it, but I want to know who he is. I want to know whose sauce I'm eating. Ew, that's gross. That's real weird. <laughs> Please never say that again. So, Matt Cardona. He is formerly known as Zack Ryder in the WWE. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. so his name got the same. It's later, It's a lateral move. Well, Matt Cardone is his real name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she has heat with Bob Cardona. <laughs> so, uh, in the WWE, he was like kind of like a no, like nothing guy. And he wasn't being paid attention to at all. Oh. So, he started like his own YouTube show. This is before like, anybody was doing it. And I got, like, a huge following just from the YouTube show. Like, they'd be at arenas and the crowd would be chanting, like, his name and shit, like, during segments that he wasn't a part of because they wanted to see him. Got super over. All by himself. Okay. Of course, WWE fucked it up. And, uh... As they do. Yeah, so he finally got released, um... I think it was, like, beginning of pandemic he got released. Yeah, he was in the first patch in 2020. So, um, he got released... He's, like, in the independent scene now and, like, legit has made, like, his name even bigger somehow. Like, it's crazy the following that he has. Um, and also, he's he's super into wrestling figures, which I know yeah, you love he that. With toys. He, he's the one who does the fig bath. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the leader of the fig group that we're in. Yeah, broski. Um, woo, 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 you right. know it. He just won the NWA heavyweight title, which means nothing to you. This is spicy. This has more cooked than I thought it would. Um, Good flavor, too. I have it all over me. So he's basically a dude that, like Brett said, 
Uh, I mean, he won an Intercontinental Championship. Like, he had a, a very good run for a sure. long time. He was there a long time. But a middling guy that never really believed in him. Uh, and uh, he's gone out and done good by himself. He's a big-time business guy and a carny and uh, <laughs> has built his brand uh, pretty exceptionally in the last two years. Yeah, like, he's very... Through, through hook or by crook. He's very polarizing. Yes. Um... But I will give him all the credit in the world. Like he's well, a fucking businessman. I know that we may have. I mean, we have people who watch wrestling, watch this show, yeah. and I love all of you, despite the fact that I think wrestling is stupid. But I don't respect wrestling, but I respect the fuck out of marketing. marketing. Also, so, as an as an indie wrestler, he managed to get himself sponsored by PBR. Yeah, yeah, I, that's impressive. I'm impressed. So. But he also plays with toys. I'm I'm sorry. Um. Well, um, I I powered through my wings already to tell you anything about this sauce. Um. Yeah. But let's talk about this episode of Wings Blackout Buggins. Um. This is an interesting episode to me because uh, before we get into like the minutia of it, more of a uh, just people in a situation episode than a driving plot. Like you know they tend to have like a beginning middle and end of their stories this one was a little bit people thrown into a thing and just making jokes like there wasn't as much of like this person loves this person or you know this this plane crash happened or whatever this was just sort of like you know roy has this thing that takes up 10 minutes uh you know lowell's there to make jokes every at everybody yeah joe and Faye have their thing like it was less story heavy and more sort of like what becomes classic sitcomy, like kind of an episode about nothing, if you will, to steal from Seinfeld. Yeah, I could see that. Like not that it's Seinfeld like, but you sure, know what I mean. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, there are characters on the show that aren't completely loathsome. Right. Um. But uh. But yeah. So. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so there was a cold open too on this episode for the first time in a while. Was there? No, it was just no. like it wasn't really a cold open. It was just a. Here's a quick throwaway joke yeah. to just open the show, which is the same format, but because they shit can the yeah. intro, yeah. everything. I'm still discombobulated. From right, that. but the, I, I'm calling it a cold open because it, the, the joke at the beginning doesn't relate to the rest of the show in any way. Uh, Touche, my doctor. So, doctor, I don't remember what it was. I don't either. It was in Antonio was writing something. So he says, oh, "Hey, poetry. Antonio, what are you right. writing?" Right, and they don't bring that back up again. Antonio's writing a poem because he wants to win a hundred dollars. It's um, a very aggressive poem. It was a very aggressive poem. There the, was um, a lot of nominal amounts of money in this episode. Right. By today's standards. Yes. But what so an the, interesting observation. Yeah. <laughs> the the meat of this episode is Roy uh, Roy it, Roy sees the the national anthem being sung at the Red Sox game by uh, rapper hip hop artist Ice Trey and the, the Cold Boys. And the Cold Boys. And Roy, a shock to no one, is is slightly racist and doesn't understand it and feels that hip-hop is ruining the song. Yeah, called it an, an abomination. Right. Um, which is sort of topical by accident because of the Super Bowl halftime show that just happened mm-hmm. last weekend. Fair. As we record which was this. awesome. Loved it. Right. Fantastic. But there's people out there that felt that it was sexual anarchy, <laughs> which is an insane statement. Um, but uh, I mean, there were a lot of girls shaking their asses. It's true. And, I saw and, Super Bowl butt cheeks and Mary J. Blige. Um, yes. So uh, just we love you, Mary. As a, <laughs> as a non sequitur, so there's a joke when they talk about it, about Ice Train. They're trying to figure out who Ice Train is, 
And they confuse him for Ice Cube, who then they talk about Ice T. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice, which then gets into Mr. T, and Lowell asks if Mr. T is related to Mr. Coffee. The Iceman George Gervin for basketball. Right. <laughs> I was wondering who the fuck that was. Yeah. yeah. San Antonio Spurs, brother. So, um, I, I guess I, I want to ask, out of all the Ices in hip-hop, rap, Ice-T. who is your favorite? Ice-T. Ice tea. Ice tea. Is, this a, is this a real competition? No, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here, Doug. I will say this: pick an ice, Doug. I don't know. I, 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 I and snow is not an ice. <laughs> well, um, but Informer is a great song. It's true. Man, I don't know though. I do listen to Ice Cube. No, that's a, right. That was not real. more than all of them. <laughs> right. So I love Ice Cube's music. So I, I think you know. I think No Vaseline remains the best <laughs> diss track there Absolute. ever was. Oof. Yeah. Um, but uh, as and, and maybe not as a straight hip hop artist because he is a little. Um, it's still great, but but pre the the golden age of gangster rap though he's the OG like Ice T's the OG of it. Yeah. But the style's a little different. It's a, it's it got a little bit less. Funky, kinda. See, so like my rap is more so like the gangster rap. Right. That's what I like. But I, I prefer and, and so Ice T as a human. Well, yeah. Uh, I listen to Body Count more so, than I listen to anybody. Count, so dude. I watch Law and Order Special right. Victims Unit more than I watch Are We There Yet? I do listen to Ice right. Cube a lot. Though. Right. God damn, I'm glad y'all said as <laughs> no. I'm with I'm with Brett as a pure lyricist and rapper. Okay. Ice Cube wins just on the strength of Death Certificate and Predator. Yeah. Okay. But and fucking what, NWA, like God of damn. course NWA. Yeah. But I was thinking like apples to apples. Yeah, solar. I gotcha. Ice T is a little bit grittier, just in the fact that he he was originally an East Coast guy because he came from Newark, I believe, right. before he went to Los Angeles. Sure. But what puts Ice T over the top is, and you said it, the first Body Count record. Right. I thirty years old. I still yeah. fucking listen to right. that and get fucking hyped on there right. goes the neighborhood and want to fucking and, punch a wall. And he's, uh, I mean, head. granted, everyone's everyone's. <laughs> problematic to their own degree but ice T seemingly uh, bitch. isn't as isn't as problematic of a human as ice cube because I, I pretty sure cubes anti-vax but um he's also oh had said some anti-semitic shit right. before uh, yeah. and ice T is uh, not that ice T doesn't have his own own issues he seems to be at least sort of uh unapologetically himself and kind of cool is adorable right he also uh, told Amy Mann to eat a bowl of hot dicks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, and I'm okay with yeah. that. I don't know who Amy Mann is. I'm, I'm not sure. She's from Till Tuesday, right? I don't know anything about Amy Mann. I think she was on the second uh, Lilith Fair. Plus, she was in the fucking Player Haters Blonde Spell Show. Right. Oh, yeah. There we go. There Next we go. one of you and motherfuckers we'll, that okay. say something's going to get shot. It is from Till Right. Tuesday. Amy Mann's a singer from Till Tuesday. And she had a solo career after that. I also believe she's in The Big Lebowski as one of the, wow. the Germans. Oh, I yeah. The Nihilists. I don't know anything about her, but I'm okay um, with that. Voices <laughs> carry, Michelle. Um, but uh, Ice-T also in New Jack City. Ice-T also in Breakin'. It's true. Credited as Rap Talker. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, Jean Claude Van Damme also in Breaking, credited as dancer. So <laughs> I didn't hear what he I said. I missed whatever just happened, but now <laughs> said said what up, Turbo? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So body count wins it all. I'll I'll agree that Ice Cube is uh, has better uh, colors is an all time fucking song. I agree, mm. but um, like 
Man, Cubats. Yeah, right. My favorite thing about Ice T is that somebody asked him about like the the girls and the guns and the cars on his album covers, and he was like, "If it's on my album cover, it was mine at the time." <laughs> He's like, "I don't call it in. Nobody what? brings in props." He goes, "They were mine. If they're on my albums, they're mine." So, I love that man. and he also posted like a picture <laughs> of Co- him and empowerment. Yes. Statement. He posted a picture of him and Coco <laughs> the other day, and he like some it was giving him shit about it. Like people were like, "Oh, you're just showing off," and he's like, "I just posted a picture of my family, and you accuse me of showing off. I guess I'm doing all right." So remember the time when we saw Body Count Allentown? Yeah, I was just gonna and, bring that up. And we saw Coco's square boob. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she had square boobs. Yeah, I think she's gotten them fixed. She did. Yeah. She definitely they did. Look better now. She's, I wasn't complaining. She's super hot. I'll never forget. We were standing outside after the venue afterwards. The side door opens. Yep. Two giant dudes walk out who are his bouncers. Ice-T walks out with Coco. Yeah. They walk him over to his Bentley, which at that time cost more than Allentown. Wasn't he wearing a big fur coat, too, if I remember I think correctly? so, because it was cold that yeah. day. And he, and said, he said, what's up, playa? Yeah. yeah, then he got in his car, and and as soon as he left town, the value of Allentown per- dropped right. by about $350,000. <laughs> <Yes>. I <laughs> was at the merch desk with Matt Stone. Oh, yeah. And Ernie C. And Ernie C. came up, and Matt was like, don't fucking Ernie C. <laughs> and then we all freaked out because Ernie C was there. Hell yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um, the Hot Shots covered body count. That, <laughs> that's uh, for a whole other podcast. That is. Uh, but all right. So that's that. I just wanted to get that. I'm glad we're on a, all on a similar page. Uh, body count beats everybody. <laughs> Facts. It's just what it is. Um, True story. But uh, so so Roy, uh, Roy, Roy wants to sing at this thing to prove that he can do better. He's going to. Yeah, he's going to sing the national anthem right. to prove that he's better than Ice Tray, Ice Tray. and the Cold Boys. Right. And Ice great, Tray, like, great name, right. by the way. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful name. Right. I, it's sort of like Heavy D and the Boys, I guess. I don't know. Sort of? Sort of. I don't know. I don't Ish. know any other. I don't. I don't is there. Was there. Now that we like, found what? love, what, what are we going to do? Uh, was Wait, there Was there I, a lot of other hip hop groups with the, the boys? Like, I feel like. Afterwards, and the. Is, was that a popular thing? I feel like Ice Train the Cold Boys was a middle aged white guy. Right. Who was in the writer's room. It was like, right. oh, they all, they're all the same. They're all named Ice something. Yeah, it's yeah. Ice something. I can't right. be bothered with this. Right. So, um. Yeah. So there's also a side plot of this where, um. Uh, Faye cost Joe a bunch of money. Five hundred dollars. There is. Yeah, not filing some titles. Yeah, it's not filing like certain logs or something right. like that. She has to do daily. Right. Yes. Um. Yeah. Something about daily. So, something. Yeah. something yeah. So it's like maintenance, it's maintenance reports to the FAA. Yeah. That's her job so, to do that. Uh, before that we get back job. to the to the blackout Biggins part, Michelle, I feel you need to speak about Faye and her reaction to. Costing to Joe and the business five hundred dollars. feedback about how yeah. she fucked up right. at her job. You being the person here who's a boss. Not really. Get it, girl. Not anymore. Get it, girl. But I was. So yeah, Michelle, I was, you're always a boss, Quinn. <laughs> thank you. Um, but I but I quit my job to start my own business. You're a boss so. of life. Um, thank you. True. And the nicest part of that is not having to manage people anymore because Except of people who react. <laughs> no. Because of people who react like Faye. Like, you should be able to give a person constructive feedback on something that they've done wrong. And sometimes you have to yell at people. So you just have to. But do you think it would be. You just a, have to. I don't know. I feel like he could have delivered a little bit more even, even keeled. Like, honestly, yeah, she was in the wrong. She, she cost the business five hundred dollars because she big. fucked up. It was and by, he was upset. And by nineteen ninety-two to two thousand twenty-two standards, that would probably be like probably a thousand bucks ish. He did ask her 
if she could handle it. And she was like, give it to me full double barrel. I'm good. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is up. true. But no, it's... started crying. No, because he went too far. You don't you don't go in there and you just blow up right at the shot. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. You don't think he did? No. 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 I don't think he blew up. I don't think he blew up at the end. I think he was he was stern. Stern but fair. It it escalated, but at no point did I feel he was yelling or being inappropriate. No. I felt like he gave her feedback that she had messed up. She needs to know the repercussions of her actions. I think she could have walked away in a real world situation, she could have walked away pissed at him for the way he handled it. Sure. But not enough. To hold a grudge and cry. Like Especially at the end of the day when it's like, hey, you fucked up. Right. Now, yeah. Oh, right. that shit. Right. The, the number one thing that oh, I always want. wanted to be true in business that never is, is we're all adults here and I should be able to tell you I'm angry. Right. And that doesn't mean I should berate you no. or belittle you. And Joe didn't ask her to repay it. He no. just, he no. was just he like, just he said, where am know. I going to get this money? And then she started guilting him by going, well, I'm going to collect cans and all this to pay you back. I'm going to eat jelly sandwiches. Yeah, he was like, oh. listen, like, don't worry about it. Right. And she just, nah, wasn't Right, happening. mistakes happen. People fuck up. Well, and then even so when she came in, she's like, they're like having a laugh about it. And she mm-hmm. goes, oh, I just want you to know I forgive you. Right. Right. I don't think he needed to be forgiven. I'm squarely on Team right. Joe here. I just think and that... Joe wasn't holding a grudge either. He just wanted yeah. to have the discussion. Yep. Because she also says, well, why? when she's crying, she's like, I'm old. She's all, she's also 61 here. I looked it up. The actress is 61. So she's also still alive. She's like in her 90s now. Oh, oh wow. let's get her on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but so she's crying. Like, that was the other thing. When she's crying, she's like, I'm old. I'm forgetful. I'm like, this seems like she's trying to come up with an excuse because she's not that old. One, she shouldn't need an excuse. People right. fuck up. People fuck People up. People mess up. Yeah, and right. what he, and also, it's Joe's fault. He should have processes right. to and handle also, this. he's an air, right. And he's the process guy. And also, it's an airline. He should probably have a little bit in the coffer to handle things like this. Well. Business doesn't always work out that way, yeah. well, especially since he just had to pay a plane. But he was going to handle it. Right. He was just mad. It's his own business, so it's not like he's dealing with corporate money here. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he is going to like five hundred dollars hurts, and at that time, that was a lot more money by today's standards. Sadly, five hundred dollars right. has become a nominal nominal amount, right. even though people are still not earning fair wages. But that's yeah. a story for another day. But you know, ultimately, as the business owner, it is Joe's fault because he should have processes to make sure that that doesn't happen. Well, and he should be, but, and if they're that important, he should be following up to make sure they were filed. And you don't wait for her to miss three in a month. But you can deliver feedback. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But also at the same time, like, I'm sure they're not just like, hey, you missed one. Hey, you missed another. Hey, you missed another. They're, they're just like, right. oh, hey, you missed three. Right. So, that, and that's why he's like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Fate. But a simple checklist would have solved all checklist of Checklist solves everything. You're right sure. about that. So and it's free. You need right. redundancy to cover areas. There yeah. You know. yeah. So that's out of the way. Yeah. Checklists. Yeah. If yeah. anybody needs help setting up a checklist for their business, let me know. Are you going to plug? We have very cheap pay? rates. Um, <laughs> so now that that's over, Roy passes the fuck out while he's trying to sing the national anthem because he's a coward. He sure does. Well, not nervous. that he's a coward. He's nervous. nervous. Right, he's nervous. Yeah, that's uh, not. I mean, it's he, just stage fright. He, yeah. he, he passes out. They make fun of him. They're all gathered around the TV to watch him. Uh, Lowell forgets to tries to record it, but he gets the channel wrong. I think Lowell was really funny. Lowell this episode. was hilarious. Because there's the part even before when he makes the joke about, "Do you think Mr. T's related to Mr. Coffee?" Roy says, "I have a feeling your father was related to your mother." <laughs> I do when they're talking. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "When I'm drinking out of this coffee cup, if I'm drinking sodas, it's still a coffee cup." And right. then he just goes, 
my mind is blown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else freaking out? Yeah. No, he had, <laughs> that was my, so cool. The, his line that clinched it for me is, so in one scene, after Roy passes out, he gets a chance to go back and redeem himself yeah. and to sing again after some finagling and what have right. you. Right, and they replay it on the news. He's blackout buggins. So they get his name uh, wrong. It's it's Roy Buggins. Yeah. Then he's blackout buggins, and they, they start using him as a graphic of him passing out, whether they're safe or not. So he gets really drugged through the mud in the in the local media. Yes. Yeah. So he knows he has trouble hitting the high note, so he asks Helen for assistance, being that she has the musical background, which is a bit of a stretch, but apparently she does. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, fine. So uh, that is that's a thing across all industries. Uh, as a as a graphic designer uh, professionally, uh, I get asked all the time to do things that aren't in my that are vaguely related to what I do, but not actually in my education. So people just assume, oh, she, you went to school for music, even though it's not for singing. You must know how to sing. Sure. Uh, and that's the same thing. Like, oh, you're a graphic designer. You must know how to you know animate. And it's like, no. But at the same time, anybody who's seen Sister Act should know how to fix that. Big facts. True. <laughs> Sing from your diaphragm. That's right. they, Whoopi Goldberg covered it in Sister Act. Doug, have you never seen Sister Act? Nope. Oh, Doug. How are you going to sing Get at church? Get out of their house. <laughs> Sister Act is a fine motion picture. Sister Act 2, less so, but it does add Lauren Hill. No, <laughs> we don't need that. Yes. There Lauren is... Hill's super talented, but no, we don't need that movie. Weird family stuff. Why I hate that film. Okay. We won't get, we into, won't that get into it here. We'll talk okay. later. Right. But anyway, wait, wait, we Doug, have to get Doug, into it just it, a little, though. It turns out that Doug comes from a long line of nuns. Are you related to Whoopi Goldberg? What do you mean? Weird, weird Did you have a member in your family that went on the run from the mob in Vegas and joined a nunnery? I. Did you join a nunnery? <laughs> Are you the mob? <laughs> I'm Kathy Najimi's ex husband. Oh. I almost said ex wife. Wow. I'm okay. Ex wife. <laughs> But anyway, getting back to the tale yes. at hand, we this is we're we're, we're digressing a lot, right. but we that's I'm what we so do here. Uh, send five dollars to the Wings Only Patreon, and we'll tell you about Doug's oh. nunnery fiasco. I'll tell you the whole. We'll tell you the tale. Investigative reporting. The I'll patri- drink three the martinis. Patreon that doesn't exist. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. Or you can talk to the, uh, the sleazy Joe Sposto. He's got the answers. That's well. true. All right. Go ahead. Anyway, sorry, right. guys from nowhere at gmail.com for PayPal. <laughs> So getting back to the press tax here. So she helps him out by grabbing him around the waist to get him to sing from his diaphragm. Right. And at that moment, of course, Lowell walks into the room. And he was like, don't mind me. Don't see anything here. And as he's walking by and he looks at uh, Roy and he goes, Roy, you dog, you finally got her. Then he turns around and goes, Helen, I expected better from you. <laughs> I'm, I'm more than a little disappointed. <laughs> that, that's, that's it, yes. It was, a, it was a fantastic line. Yes, that was great. Uh, so Roy gets a chance to do it again. His name gets mis- misread in a different way. Now he's Ray Biggins. Yep. Uh, he's going to sing. He's, they, yeah, Ray Biggins. Ray Biggins. They all go to the game to watch him. Uh, and uh, this is where Joe and, and uh, Faye squash their beef because she won't get anything. And Joe buys her hot dogs. He freaks out. He's like, just take the uh, fucking shit enough. Antonio's <laughs> never been to a baseball game, so he's fascinated. But he can just call things out and people give them to him. <laughs> Oh, for we're for, Foam finger. We're forgetting that he just literally grabs the quarter-eaten hot dog out of Brian's hand right. and shoves it in the face. Right. Yes. Gives it the fake. Uh, you eat the rest of this partially-eaten hot dog. There's not a lot of personal boundaries yeah. in this and room. I, I will tell you, I, I'm going to bring this up here. Uh, I just want to say, and we, we've commented on uh, Crystal Bernard in the past. She's a babe. Smoke show. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Bernard in a rally cap. Uh, that's that hit something, me in a in a certain way. Something I didn't know I needed. Right, it's very interesting. That's weird. So 
That's Interesting. weird. Yeah. I'm, with, I, I'm with you. Yeah, right? I'm up what you're right? Just super cute in a so, rally cap. Cute. No, here's yeah. the thing. Krista Bernard is hot. Yeah, right. Helen Chapel, no. I don't I'm not yeah, attracted she's to her. A at maniac. All. She's worn one too many a vest for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go to a baseball game with her though. Yeah. And just have her get rowdy and right. fight people. She has the air horn. She's, yeah. And her t- mom jeans. She t- she tells yeah. the she tells the batter he swings like a rusty gate. <laughs> and her Jordash mom jeans. Yeah. Uh, Jordash Wrangler jeans. Yes. So Roy gets his second his uh, his second shot <laughs> and the mic cuts out when he hits the high note. So nobody gets to hear it, and he tries to get them to run it back, and becomes an embarrassment yet again. He gets taken out by security guards, right? Including an allusion to uh, one of the security guards hitting him in the balls. Yes. Do you think that was the the actor who plays Roy Biggins actually singing? No, no, I don't know. I, I do. He didn't sound bad, but he definitely he wasn't didn't sound like a professional. Yeah, he didn't sound know. like he should be singing at a Red Sox game. No, I will say this though. Going back to just the hat thing for a quick second. I don't get that, but going back to many, many episodes in the past, how the much I absolutely loved her with the hair, the bow. I get it. Okay. I get things. Yep. I feel like these are all the things that I'm not attracted to in a woman. <laughs> Vests, Vests, bows, or hats. Bows. Right, well, let's let's do let's let's do a very popular, uh, not often done seg- done thing on this show. Oh. Second sidebar. Michelle, what do you find attractive in a woman? Ooh, this is going to open up a whole oh, thing. Um, Hello, Brett. Hey, you? Doug. How's it going, brother? I I don't know. I guess not a vest. Okay. <laughs> not a vest. Hashtag not a vest. <laughs> uh, like um, hair. Okay. But maybe not like puffy 90s hair. Okay. All right. Like a, I like a more modern look, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would be really hard for her to do in 1992. She was about well, as modern would, as she could get. I, I, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. I don't find women. There's an era of the late 80s and early 90s where women wear those really high cut bathing suits yeah. that show off their hip bones. And it's weird. And I don't find it to be attractive. And then there's other things about early 90s so, fashion so you're not that I am a- not. Right. I'm not attracted to So you're not into Wendy Richter or Rock and Robin. Is that what you're telling me? Wow. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Jumping Bob Angels? <laughs> what is this? It's, it's I'll tell you later. Sorry. It's a wrestling God reference. God damn it. God damn it. In the, in All the, of you. The women's wrestling in the 80s, they weren't. They, they didn't have like specific like gear glow. like now. So they used to just go and get off the rack bathing suits and that's what they would yeah. wrestle But in. were they all really high? Sometimes. Because like, I yeah. hate that. I just don't understand anyway, why that was ever attractive. Um... And like a bathing suit with a belt, I yeah. don't get it. Or pantyhose. There was just so many pantyhose. So, no. all right. So, um, <laughs> I, I feel that's the end of this episode. Unless yeah. anybody has anything, <laughs> he feels uh, we've reached the end. I feel we've reached the end. I want to talk about this sauce. We have to talk yeah. about uh, Mark, this is, this Matt, is Mark, Mark Carbona. <laughs> Mark Carbona. Mark Mark Cardona. I don't know what his name is. Matt, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Okay. Broski. Right. Broski. From, I'm not from, calling from him Strong that. Island. Yeah. Woo, no. Woo, woo. Not, I, I'll tell him to his face that I'm not calling him that. That's stupid. And I'm not. I'm not okay with him playing with toys. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if we got any yeah, new yeah. listeners from this, thanks for the one episode you're going to listen to. I'm sorry. Um, it's. I mean, the other people at this table don't feel that same way, which so, I also judge them. So, for. Snack Season presents <laughs> Matt Cardona's. Heat Magnet Sriracha, Major AF, uh, limited edition, I believe. 
Uh, and uh, let's uh, let's talk about it. Oh, here, uh, Doug. Do you want to do you want to read it? You want me to read I'll, it? I'll I'll do the there's others. ingredients and yeah, well, a blurb. There's a lot of text here. Yes, here we go. When the Deathmatch King Matt Cardona calls snack season for his new sauce, you know something major is coming. With three different peppers and a tall boy of PBR in each batch, heat magnet sriracha is about to be your new favorite sauce. We know it. We are always ready. Mm. Always was spelled with a Z. Yeah, of course. That's how he does. He's the Long Island Ice Z. It's hardcore. Here we go. Ingredients. We've got what an appropriate thing for this episode: the Long Island Ice Z. Yeah, the Long Island Ice Z. There we go. There you go. Uh, happenstance. <laughs> We've got bird's eye chilies, jalapenos, habanero, roasted garlic, garlic powder, Pabst Blue Ribbon, brown sugar, kosher salt, sherry vinegar, white vinegar, tomato paste, peppercorns, onion, oregano, lemon, lemon zest, and smoked paprika. Alright. Fancy. So, uh... I hate PBR. You don't drink I, it because you like it. You drink it to get drunk. Yeah, when I, I drink alcohol, uh, I remember fucking hating PBR. Yeah. Yes. Like, even being like, hey, like, I'm underage and I'm doing this just to get drunk and I can't even drink this. This is really bad. So when I see, like, people plugging, like, you know, the PBR stuff, I'm like, guys, this is, like, bottom of the barrel shit beer. Yeah. The last like, this time sucks. <laughs> I drank a PBR was at, who did we go see? It was, um... It was the Offspring, but I don't. It was at the Summer Nationals. It was. I, that's. I remember this exactly because we waited in line the whole time. It was Bad Religion. It was the Offspring, Bad Religion, and um, Pennywise. Maybe Pennywise. It was Pennywise. I wasn't there. But yeah. It was Pennywise. And we. Yeah. I think and there was an opener too that wasn't terrible. But we waited remember. in line. Yes. For a PBR for so long for twenty minutes, and we bought a pounder can. That was probably $100. No, so I remember this exactly. <laughs> we waited in line for far too long, and it was outside at the electric factory. And we got up, and they were like $12 each for a pounder of PBR. Christ. And they were and, warm. And they were warm. And we got we each got one. We're like, we waited in the line this long. We're doing it. And when we got them, we turned around, and everybody in line looked at us and went, how much were those? <laughs> and we went, $12. And the whole line turned around and yep. walked away. Everybody, nobody waited <laughs> to get another beer after that. Like, in the, but people went and bought more beers because you're going to buy what they fucking have. Right. But I remember we just went 12 bucks and they all just turned and went, nope. But so I drank it because yeah. it was a $12 yeah. can of PBR mm-hmm. that we stood in line for. Yeah. But it was warm. Some people do refer to PBR as like the nectar of the gods. Yeah. No, like, I, I drank it and immediately yeah. threw it up. <laughs> Uh, Not because I was drunk. This is the only beer I had. I think the the last time I was sick, it made me sick. The last time I drank a PBR, I think Doug, you bought it for me. Really? Yeah. I think we I think we each had PBRs at the the Let's Hang Out, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. PBR. 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 A friend of mine once put it best when he said, "This beer is so unoffensive, it's offensive." Right. Yeah. I was offended because I threw up. So let's talk about this sauce uh, before we get into rating it. I dug it. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. It was good. Right. <laughs> it was awesome. Right? I like the bottle. I like the design. <laughs> yeah. I like Snack his, Seasons has done a really nice job I like job his colors because it's Charlotte Hornet colors. Yeah. Well, that, that's Matt Cardo's logo of the yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Would you wear that on a t-shirt? No. Are you always ready? No. So, <laughs> I, guess let's, I guess we'll just jump into rating this yeah. thing. Who wants to All kick right, it we'll off? Do the episode first, right? Oh yeah, we'll do the episode first, right? We forget the format. Good call. Forget the format every time. Uh, let, me, let me let me get the little note ski here. <laughs> Let's not make this hard for Kincannon. He's yeah. you know trying to keep score. 
Sup, dude. Blackout Buggins. <laughs> Who's starting? Oh, it changed it to Huggins. Um, That's it awesome. <laughs> so, episode I thought was really funny. Yeah. It was enjoyable mm-hmm. for, for a Wings episode. Yeah. Lots of laughs. Lowell's the man. Right. Uh, so, I don't know, like on a Wings scale. Keep in mind, it's a Wings scale. I'll go 3.7, 4. Okay. Oh, wow. 4. All right. Because it was... There was nothing like really over yeah. the top or nothing really boring, but there was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'll go for mm-hmm. Christopher Bernard baseball cap. It'll, it'll awaken something in me. Joe, three. Wow, really? <coughs> All right. I don't have anything to say about that. Uh, I uh, <laughs> not just trying to uh, outclass Brett. This was the this was the rating that popped into my brain right after it was over. Uh, I'm going 4.25. Wow, I yeah, liked this episode. Cool. Uh, I thought it was a bunch of good jokes. Nothing overtly offensive. Like, Roy was, like, sort of racist in the beginning, but then got his comeuppance for passing out and got made fun of. Uh, I uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Maybe I'm just in a good mood. Uh, but I'm going 4.25. Doug? I like this episode. I remembered this one from... I've watched. I've seen this in in mm-hmm. decades previous, because I remember how funny it is that Roy passes out. Because yeah. the fall he takes is clearly. I'm trying to make this look like a real fall, but it's clearly not a real good, fall. Good uh, flat back, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this was good. The, the The one hallmark that jumped out to me watching this was the episode didn't drag. Everything moved, and then when it finally ended, I was like, "Oh, that wasn't painful." Because we've had episodes where it's like, "Jesus fucking Christ, when is this goddamn episode going to fucking end?" Absolutely. This one moved. I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice and give it a three point seven five. Right. I'm taking the yeah. I'm going with that. Okay. All right. So Matt Cardona's heat magnet sriracha uh, sneakily has some punch to it. Didn't think it was going to. Yep. And it does have nothing to like you know blow your socks off, but it was there for yep. sure. Um. I thought the taste was great. Yeah, this was this was good shit. Snack season, killing it. Cause that Joe Bob sauce yep, was awesome for too. sure. So uh, we just we finished the Joe Bob sauce uh, yeah. last week. Yeah. Uh, so I, oh man, I'm a, I, I'm a four point two five. I thought this was awesome. Uh, it was like like had like a hint of sweetness, but not over the top, where it made it taste like artificial or anything like that. Um, this is fucking good. Good standard hot sauce. I'm, I'm about it. Good, good job, stuff. Mark Cardona. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Is he? He's a death match wrestler. No, he did one. He death did match. one. That that oh, your husband and I, I were. Yeah, because that because uh, he won one a joke. He, he beat Nick Gage, your favorite wrestler. Yeah, Remember watching his dark pizza, side of the, the ring. Pizza cutter. It's disgusting. Yeah. If you ever make me watch death match wrestling again, I will. I I don't know. I don't know what I'll do, but it will be. Okay. That was the only death match you ever did. Yeah. One and done. Yep. Just to say you did it. Um, I liked this. (laughs) You're just full of information tonight. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Michelle. (laughs) Thank Uh, you, Dean Malenko. (laughs) I don't even know how to describe it. I'm surprised that it has tomato paste in it because it didn't taste tomato-y. But it did. Like, there's peppercorns, and I felt like it was very peppercorn-y. And a little citrusy. <laughs> and uh, it was good. Uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. So uh, so I, I did not expect to like this as much as I did. Uh, it's got a sweetness to it. 
uh, which I I don't know where that comes from. Uh, in here, the lemon zest. The, that's so far down the list. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what a bird's eye. There's chili brown is. sugar in it, DJ. It's, oh, there is brown sugar in it. There it is. Uh, but it's under the Pabst Blue Ribbon. So, uh, so my only complaint about this for me is that it it was a little too vinegary. It had a bit of a vinegar bite on the end, which is fine. I still thought this was really good. Uh, I love the heat of it. Uh, so the funny thing, of, like, because it's a snack season relating to the Joe Bob, uh, we don't do this on the show, but I would actually probably now increase my Joe Bob rating from when we did it on the show. Okay. Because we've used it so many other places, and I really, it's vers- more versatile than I thought it would be. So I would up my Joe Bob, because I like the Joe Bob better than this one. Uh, but I'm in a, I guess I'm just in a good mood, so I want to rate this higher than my Joe Bob because I this was also very good. Um, but because of that, I'm ju- I'm gonna go because uh, I think I did a four on the Joe Bob. I don't quite remember. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go, man, I'm gonna go four point two five on this. I, I I enjoyed it. The shock factor was there. Uh, it would be a little higher, probably four and a half if it wasn't so vinegary. Uh, I, I really, I dug this. This is, this was shocking. And, uh, I mean, I don't know why it's called a sriracha. I didn't get any real sriracha flavor out of it. No, I mean, either, but, um, I, I could easily like polish, polish off a dozen wings. Right. That, absolutely. No yeah. Nice and sweet. Uh, I enjoyed it. 4.25. Like all of you. Which is very high for this show, by the way. Yes. This sauce was delightful. Yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I, for what I thought was going to be a stupid gimmicky fucking sauce, yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is just going to be some ridiculous horseshit. This was really fucking tasty. Like you would think, like, oh, it's just going to be like Texas pea. You know, yeah, maybe like, you doctored know I mean? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or like, oh, here's a bottle of here's crystal with some other bullshit we yeah. blended in. Yeah. If you like it, cool. If not, fuck off. We yeah. got your money already. <laughs> but no, they they put the work in. Uh, snack season. Yeah. Snack season's earning some. They're on the come up. We have yeah. one other. We have the Loomis. Their their Halloween one in there. Uh, which we, we said we weren't going to do them so close back to back because we like to spread the love. Uh, but we did talk to Snack Season a bit after we did the Joe Bob sauce, um, praised them. Um, they were very nice. Yeah. And uh, we're becoming pretty big fans of these guys. I think there's going to be some Snack Season in our future. Yeah, I definitely want to go to their site and see like what else they have. Yeah. Because that, that's good shit, yeah. man. Two for two for two. Yeah. Knockouts. For this show, like I, above a four, four and above is <laughs> dynamite. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, for this sauce, I'm going to go a 4.25. And also, mark your calendars. This doesn't happen that often. This broke the inverse re- uh, relationship between the episode and the sauce because for months and months and months, the higher the sauce rating, the yeah. lower the episode yeah, rating. Yeah, that's true. We hit on both tonight. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, mark your mark your calendars. Yeah. Wow. It was a good sauce. That's fucking really good. Yeah, really good. Yeah. This um, is... This is Oh Wings shock. Now we're gonna get four right. shit episodes in a fucking row. <laughs> right. um, yeah, great, uh, great going again. Uh, if you're if this is your first time listening, that's a very high score for a sauce uh, here. Uh, anything four and above means it's excellent. We we're all sort of a little uh, tough with our ratings, I think. Uh, then you know because we don't want to give away that five in case something comes and blows our socks off completely. But uh, this was socks this off. was really really good. Uh, that being said. Uh, Michelle's well, don't gonna... forget, two point five was in the middle. Right. Uh, 
Michelle's gonna uh, Michelle's gonna gonna hit us with the plugs, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> hit us with the plugs, Michelle. Check us out at underscore wings on wings on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we can also be found on the soon. No, we. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, at no wings on wings dot podbean dot com mm-hmm. wings on wings podcast at gmail dot com. We can be found on the soon to be named network at STBN Network on Twitter. Right. <laughs> Why was that the hard part? I don't know. I wanted to say Instagram so bad, mm. but I didn't. Um, and then the soon to be named network dot com, soon to be named network dot tumblr dot com, uh, where you can find other podcasts such like, as <laughs> such as. Uh, Long Vox Heroes and At Odds with Wrestling, featuring Joe Sposto, who kindly gifted us the hot sauce this Thank week. Thank you, Joe. Joe, you're the best. Thank you, pal. The godfather of the Sue Redeem Network. Damn right. Um, we Need Wrestling. Thank you. Which is DJ <laughs> and Michelle. Brett's other podcast. Some other podcasts. <laughs> That's good. All right. Yep. Yep. We're good with that. Yeah, I'm completely fine with those plugs. Everyone else can pounce in. Um, <laughs> check, but check out there. Check out Sudo Name Network. Uh, anything that that the anybody on the network's involved in, it goes up there, whether it be on the network or outside of the network. And uh, I don't yeah. listen to any podcasts. You don't. To That's be true. Fair. You and Todd, I think, are the only two people on the Sudo Name Network who don't listen to podcasts. It's true. Um, yeah, I guess that's it, right? We'll get uh we'll get out of here. Email the show, message the show, whatever you want. Hit up snack season. Uh, they're they're crushing it. Uh, I think most of this stuff is limited run. So it, it is. I'm on their website yeah. right now, and like, there's sauces that went up for pre order. There's only like two that are left. Yeah, like, yeah all there the was a weekend at Bernie's one. Yeah, sold, uh, so, sold out. I know. Yeah, it's so, sad. So check, I love that check movie. them out. I would like uh, to watch it now, though. I bet it doesn't hold up. Probably not. It's the two holds up less because he dances. Uh, it's very weird. Um, but because not until Weekend of Bernie's two, yeah, that, that, I mean, he gets a voodoo curse in two that stops the body from rotting. Yeah, but the side effect of that is that he dances the calypso music. It's kind of not okay that they made a second movie of a dead body. Well, being just carted around by uh, yeah, Weekend of Bernie's uh, two. Jonathan Sandra McCarthy. Yeah, I think John Silverman. That's right. But anyway, uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, Doug's going to do his thing. Eat a wing. Enjoy a wing. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.